I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Potts, well, always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, super hot Potts, some of your favorite two black brothers coming at you every single two black Tuesday. It's 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 super early over here. It's early. It's so early. I can't I can't get that loud roar. What's up? It's Two Black Tuesday. And it's Olympic Two Black Tuesday, bro. For real, right in the smack dab middle of the Olympics coming at you guys. We just watched uh the morning session for us, but it's the evening session for them with uh, the women's 800, the women's 200, and the men's pole as well. So we've already been up for about like two hours just going that day. Just wanted to put out a podcast we got to do on Two Black Tuesday, do it on the Tuesday, bring it out to you guys on the same day and give you our first initial reactions. So uh, might as well, Aaron, let's just get into it, bro. Let's just get right into hey. it. We, we could cut out the, the pleasantries or you have something to say first or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before we get started into the podcast, some of y'all, all, all my real ones that follow, you know, the Instagram, that follow two black runners, y'all know what it is. Everyone's been asking, when is the running report tease dropping? Oh, we've oh. been teasing it. You know, oh. we've been doing running report pickup, which has been been fantastic, been very fun to see what everyone's picked and everything, and we're still developing um, the system and we're seeing what that score point is, but what the score is going to be. But those shirts, those running report tees. Those are dropping. They're going to be on sale August 10th. Okay. Next Tuesday, they're dropping for sale on the Harrier. So make sure y'all check that out. We'll make an announcement today on the Instagram story, I'm sure. But August 10th, they're going to go quick, man. It's a limited edition. Not many. They will not be remade. So get ready. August 10th, they're dropping. That's all I got to say. And a cool thing about that too, saying it's limited edition, if you enter running report, pick them, you and you get top three, you're gonna be able to get a free shirt with the Tracksmith gift card as well. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be tied, definitely it's gonna be the shirts August 10th. I didn't realize that's next Tuesday. That's crazy. But yeah, I, don't, I don't also didn't realize that this was even possible from the Olympics, bro, that Karsten Warholm could break 46 in the 400 hurdles. Let's get into it, bro. Because last night, Aaron, last night, well, we got home, me and, me and my dad, we got home at perfect time after the Norco Cross Country practice after coaching. Perfect time, walked in, it was live. I was like, oh, dang, I didn't even realize it was coming on at this time. I thought we, it was recorded. I thought it already happened. Sat down, watched this race go down. Probably one of the most entertaining, one of the most exciting races we've ever seen live on TV since, like, David Radisha breaking 800 world record since Usain Bolt running that 9-5 at the World Championships, running a 45-9 in the 400-meter hurdles, and Rod Benjamin running a 46-1, and DeSantos running a 46-7. Like, I didn't I didn't know you could break 46 in the 400 hurdles. Whoever thought about, like, why? Like, what's going bro, on, bro? Going into this race, you know, like, of course, I was like, world record is going to go down. Like, I thought for sure the world record was going to get broken. But it didn't even cross my mind that they would run 45. Yeah. This really just shows how great Rye Benjamin and Carson Warholm are. Like Carson Warholm broke the record like two weeks ago and Rye Benjamin at the trials, when he was really not trying to, almost broke the world record. So I guess that thing was soft to them. That thing, <laughs> that, that thing was soft to them. 
because they both destroyed 45-9 and 46-1 for Ryan Benjamin. I really felt for him, man, because I just, I think everyone who really falls track, before even seeing his interview, I just watched it this morning and saw how hurt he was, but like, I don't know. That was just something that I feel like I was able to feel his energy and I just knew he wasn't going to be happy with 46-1. This man wanted gold. Yeah, I think this shows from the interviews too, like they really wanted, like they, their plan was not even like break the world record. I think that was in the back of their mind, but like they wanted to beat each other. Like they wanted to make sure that they went, walked away with gold and Karsten Warholm beat Ry Benjamin or Ry Benjamin beat Karsten Warholm. And I have this quote from one of these, from the tweets, Jonathan Gold tweeted this from their interviews. I think it's from the mix zone. And he asked the question to Ry, like if someone would have told you before this, that you ran 46-1 and you played second, what would you tell them? He said, if you would have told me that I was going to run 46-1 and lose, I would probably beat you up and tell you to get out my room. And then Karsten was asked that same question by Jonathan Gold. And he said, I would have put myself on a flight home if I knew that Ry Benjamin ran a 46-1, 46-1 in the in the uh in the 400 meter hurdles. So like they are really ultra competitive against each other. And it's great to really see this rivalry develop. And I can't wait to see where it's gonna go, bruh. Are we gonna get 44? I don't <laughs> I mean, I don't know, bruh, but this is it's really it's wild to see both of them. And it and it really just again touches on the facts like world records are great, but medals. Medals is medals are what matters. And I mean world records definitely, you know, define greatness, but at the end of the day, it's about that legacy that you have from winning at the Olympics. Now, winning at the Olympics and setting a world record at the same time, that's epic. But these guys, they're not caught up on the stats, you know, and their pace. They were just yeah. at the end of the day, track is me versus you, racing competition one v one. And they were just immersed in it. And the time was the result. So oh, that exactly. was one of the craziest races I've ever seen. I, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw 45 on my screen. I'm still shook. Then also let's continue that topic of just legacy because somebody who's starting off their legacy right in their first year as a pro is a thing Mo. She won the women's 800 American record 155 2 2 and bro, honestly, like we're really, I, I've said, I said this, I said this, what, like two, two years ago when she's running the 600 and the 500 in high school, I was like, it's Queen Mo. It truly is Queen Mo. She's truly crowned. I'm gonna be one of those people. I wasn't fully bought in. Aaron was kind of fully bought in, in the beginning for sure, but I wasn't fully bought in of her winning Olympic gold, breaking the American record this year. I knew a thing Mo was gonna be great. We got on the had her on the interviews always wished her the best i didn't know if she could win gold though i didn't know if she could break the record through these this be this great this fast but she's definitely taking it she's taking my expectations to a whole nother level and it's amazing to see her do it at 19 bro and right behind her keely hodgskin as well 19 from great britain and raven rogers a monster kick to get third place a bronze as well in the olympics she's raven's building up a good medal case as well too Hey, ain't no thing for a thing. You know what I mean? Ain't no thing for a thing, bruh. And like, we've been watching her run since high school. And I, like you said, I'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to some podcasts or some talks we've had with dad, we for sure was saying like the 400 times, the 600 times she was running, it looked like 155. 
he ran 49.6 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, she ran in the 600. I forgot. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was looking like 155. But we were just, people were just weren't 100% sure because she was in college. But, you know, once she made it to the final, I was just like, bro, she's not going to, she's not going to lose. She's the best in the world. Um, and like you're saying, Raven, she knows how to get medals. She's proven to it, us now two times. She did it at Doha, at Silver, getting that silver. And then this year at the Olympics and throughout the year with Raven, she really acted like a vet this year because I feel like we didn't see her run anything impressive until the trials and people yeah. were questioning because she kept on going out races running like too, too flat and stuff. Like she wasn't doing a whole bunch during the year. But when the day came, she came from second to last to third in the last 100 meters, bro. To run, did she run 157 or 156? I think 157 on some Still. Robbie Andrews, on some Robbie Andrews. On some Robbie Andrews, shout out to the homie. But <laughs> Still crazy fast time, time too. So I can't wait to see a thing again at Prefontaine. I hope AJ Wilson is 100% and healthy and ready to go by that time too. And I want to see them go under 155. Yeah. Oh wow. That would be that would be amazing. But yeah, Raven Rogers around 156. But also 156. we gotta talk about we gotta talk about Keely Keely Hodgson from Great Britain running 155 and Jimmy Ricky around 156 as well from Great Britain. But Keely Hodgson, she's also 19 years old. I think Mo's 19 years old. And I really do think that like I think the women's 800 is just different now. I, I do like I know we have seen people in the past, especially like people from like Kenya and Ethiopia being that like 19, 18, like having that great success winning medals and from the 800 and up. We always see that. But seeing this from Great Britain in the U.S. at this time and then knowing like the people domestically that we have and like Rasheen Willis, Sophia Gorion and Juliette Whitaker who are doing such great things at young ages like running in 201 and two flat and running like like Juliette Whitaker I think ran like like four she broke 440 this past year too and Rasheen Willis ran 52 Rasheen Willis ran a 52 so I'm like, I, this is really just a new wave and low key I think this is all from that Ajay and Mary Kane age and something that they that the U.S. has learned from training and Great Britain has le learned from training is really developing these young women and making them just beast beast at young age. So it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes because I don't know. I think a thing a thing is gonna definitely be the conversation when we get to 2024. But also to be in the conversation most likely is gonna be Rasheen Willis, Sophia Garion, Juliet Whitaker, and like their first Olympic Games and probably a new 19-year-old that we just heard heard about. But crazy, two 19-year-olds winning the women's 800. That's, 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 that's insane. Wild. That's insane. And what's awesome is about it, where they're going to be in top shape at the Olympics in Paris and the World Championship. They're still going to be, they're going to be young. So we're going to see them race so many times. But I totally agree with you. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate you giving Ajay Wilson her flowers too. Because yeah, she was that young, young phenom in 2012, 18, 18 years old, making world championships. And you gotta think that these US women, like a thing, a thing who's is from Jersey, the same spot. Most definitely up, looked up to AJ. Yeah, grew up watching that and Had seeing to. that it's possible. And it and it opened, about it. It's open doors. It's open doors and it's 
changed the landscape of the U.S. It's shaped the future of the women's 800 um, for uh, this Gen, the Gen X, Gen Z generation. I don't know what we on. I don't know what we on. I've been confused. They 19 time. though. They 19. Yeah, whatever. Teenage dream. Hey, shout out AJ too. AJ did her thing. AJ did her thing. Shout out for the show. She'll she'll be back. She'll be back for sure. But then someone who definitely came back with a vengeance, bro. Vintage. Elaine Thompson winning the 100 and then came back and won the 200. <laughs> like <laughs> number two all time in the 200 now. Number two all time in the 100. As wait, dang, wait, she really did that. She's number two and number one all number two in both. Is she number two in the? She's not number two in the one. Yeah, bro. She ran. She ran ten, ten, six. Six, one, ten, ran six, ten six one. Ten six one. Wow. We, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty kidding. sure. Wow. Someone. Someone needs to check this stat on me too. But I'm pretty sure she's wow. the second person ever to complete the 100, 200 double twice. Only other person that has done that is Usain Bolt. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that stat. But she's the only other person. That has done that stat and like i don't understand also shout out gabby thomas 21-8 christine maboa and 21-8 as well but what i gotta talk about you about that she's the second person ever 100 200 at the olympics to do that twice uh where does this put her in the bolt conversation like what does this mean where does she rank as the greatest shorter short sprinter as all time especially on the female side like I mean, where, she, where is she ranking, bro? And she passed. I mean, I gotta go up and count. I gotta run up Shelly Ann's medals real quick. But she's yeah. either number two or number three. I mean, she's ran the second fastest in all of those, and now she's back to back Olympic champion. Like, and you gotta consider too. Like, she beat Shelly Ann in both of these events, and she beat Gabby Thomas, who had the second fastest all time. You know what I'm saying? The only person she's missing that she didn't get to beat because she didn't have a chance to is Shakari. You know? You know? Like, all I'm saying is it was an all time great field that she beat. Oh. And for her, if Shakari was in that race and she beat her too, that would have just added to the greatness of it. But still, that doesn't take away. I'm not saying that takes away anything. But I'm just saying, like, she has to be. I don't know if she would have be. I don't know if she would have. I don't know if Shakari would have be her in the one. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I guess we could. We could. We, we could definitely throw that in. But I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. I don't know if Shakari would have beat her in the one. I'm being wow. real. I'm being real. I'm not. I'm not driving hey. disrespect. I'm just saying. I'm hey, just saying. We gotta be truthful. We gotta be truthful on the pod. Hey, Shakari, you're welcome to come on the podcast. You know. You know. I believe in you. I ain't a, this dude a hater, bro. I I, I hate you. it. I, I hate you. it. He don't know that like, you that girl that he don't he don't recognize you as that girl. I do. I do. I, I recognize, recognize you her. as that girl. Okay. Come on, she, man. She's that girl. She's that girl. But Elaine Thompson has we've seen she's been that girl fell off and people thought she was written off. Bro, in the running report, pick them. Only one person picked Elaine Thompson. Everybody was picking picking Shelly Ann and everything like people weren't think or definitely in the 200 nobody was picking Elaine Thompson even though she's a better 200 runner but no one was picking her everybody was picking Gabby Dina Asher uh Shelly Ann uh Shawna Miller Weibo no one was really thinking about Elaine Thompson and she was able to really come back from that um, especially in the Olympics Elaine Thompson shows up so I don't know if Shakari would have beat her that's I don't think she would have but We'll see at pre. We'll see at pre. So I'm saying, watch that pre, we'll bro. At pre, the pre, that's gonna be Shakari's Olympics. So y'all need to tap into that. Like something going down. All I'm saying is something going down that starts with a W. 
that's all I got to say about that. But a big W that we had in was in the from the men's high jump. And I think we got to talk about this because one of the biggest headlines outside of the just the Olympics by itself was the double gold medal from Brashim and Tambiri from Italy and Brashim from uh, Qatar and the high jump to, to some of the best high jumpers in the world decided to take that double gold instead of doing going on to a jump off instead. Instead, they could have just went to the jump off and they would have went to a lower height to see who's basically going to be the first one to miss at this lower height. But they decided just to do the both double gold. And it's really just a great story as well as Tambiri battled back from, from almost a career-ending injury. Brasheem, one of the greatest high jumpers of all time, was really doubted through this season and was able to come back and get a gold medal and both decide, both go on that decision. But what is just your that reaction from that double gold? Because there are some people kind of like mad at it there's people saying it's one of the most beautiful moments of Olympics. Well, what where do you really stand on it? I mean, I think it just really defines what the Olympics is about. Like the Olympics is about going in there and um, earning that medal. And I don't think it's about just like beating the next person. And I also think it's different because how it isn't just how field events go. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the day, at a high jump, you know, it, it, it comes down to you versus that bar, you know, yeah, getting over that over that bar. So if it gets to basically a height that you guys are both stuck on and and can't can't clear, I mean, I don't know. I think if if in that moment when someone asks you, hey, like you guys can both just be gold medal, get gold medal, you guys both put it all out there, you guys both earned it and you know, you guys, you guys basically, um, you guys both earned it and you completed your Olympic duty, you know, so you earned this gold medal. Like, I don't think it's, I don't know. I think it's just about earning the gold medal. I don't think it's about so much about beating this person. And the Olympics is such a different event. It's an event where we get every country to come participate. It's a moment. So like, I don't view it as like, I feel like it was more like, you know, Olympic trials or like a world championship. I think that's different. But being that it's the Olympics, I understand why there could be two uh, gold medal. Like Olympic champion versus world champion. It's kind of different when you think about it. Like world, oh, yeah. world champions, like best in the world. Olympics is like this just monumentous, momentous like event. And you earned this medal at this like big event. You lived up to the Olympic standard. If you get what I'm saying. And that's why I think it's, I think it's a beautiful moment. And I think it works in that particular event. I believe, honestly, if you are someone that thinks that's whack or weak, you are just a straight hater. And you're probably, you're probably a loser. I'm just going to call you right out. You're probably a loser if you think that was whack. Because you never even been to that level. How are you even going to judge what they did? But I don't know. I'm not about to just roast. I'm not going to go off too hard, but like, yeah, I think that's super whack. If, if you think it's whack, like you're probably super whack. Like be honest. I also just feel that it really, it really shows and illustrates uh, the, the sorority and the fraternity that's developed in field events from the pole vault, even the long jump and the high jump and it's the hammer and everything like because these people are together like the entire day especially like pole vault high jump like they're there from beginning to end of the meet from from 
from club, high school, into the pro ranks where they're running all day, going through all the different meets and showing up and they see each other all the time. And to see like these two bond between two different people between different countries, like and there could be like a language barrier there, but they're still able to bond over the high jump. I think it just shows how strong that fraternity and sorority is. And truly anybody that hasn't been in a field event can't truly understand it. So I can't really truly understand that sorority or fraternity, but it's something that they really get. And it's one of the two greatest to ever do it in that sport. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a great moment. It's definitely a moment that we're going to see for uh, coming years in the Olympics. So definitely a defining moment in the Olympics as well. Shout out to Javon Harrison, too. Shout out to Javon Harrison taking taking fifth in the long jump, seventh in the high jump. No one's done. No one from America has attempted this double since Jen Thorpe uh, way back in the day. I don't remember the exact time, but 1908. 1908, but the same way everybody is hyped about Grant Fisher getting fifth in the 10K, we need to have that same energy. This man got fifth in the long jump and seven, fifth in the long jump and seven in the high jump straight. He's 22. He's 22, bruh. We got, we got a good one, and I think he's going to continue trying this double. I, I hope so. I hope he tries it again at Eugene, and let's see what happens. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. Another person that's been a person that's been getting it done though, and really should be getting more respect, really more and more respect is Brittany Reese. She went out there in a long jump, placed second place. My boy from Germany placed first place in seven meters in the women's long jump, and Brittany Reese in second with a 6.97 meters. But shout out to Brittany Reese, bro. She's really been holding it down for the over for a, a long span. She now has eight world major major gold medals she has three silver one olympic gold and in that she has one olympic gold in the long jump and two silvers in the long jump this is her last olympic games i believe she said and but so but she's co- she's going out with a bang with another silver just honestly a real goat in the long jump and somebody that deserves all the flowers to be honest certified certified goat the legend bro all the flowers i wish we would have Man, I wish she could have had them earlier, but I think more people are starting to recognize just how amazing she is. And I think she's, you know, really bringing in this talented group within Tara Davis, who's gonna, she's gonna, Tara Davis is gonna get a lot of attention, but I think, uh, you know, Brittany, Brittany Reese kind of paved that way. I'll also say, bro, it, it hurt to like see her lose that long jump and then see Rye lose, like, damn, right? Oh, no, America's been taking major hits, bro. Major hits. And the thing about it, too, is our running report pick them. A lot of people, because our, our tiebreaker is the Team USA's gold medal count. So whatever, however close you are to that number, that can get you over the hump. And the thing is about that is all like a lot of people, we're put a lot of people were putting up high numbers. I put 17. And right now, America, we only got one gold in Valerie <laughs> Alman. <laughs> Valerie Alman in the in the women's discus, who I did pick. I think we both picked Valerie Alman because she's been killing it. She broke the American record last summer during quarantine. Then she broke it again at the I think before the Olympic trials. Then she broke it again at the Olympic trials. Has been slowly moving up in like all time standings. Then on her first throw, threw her 68.98 meters and won the Olympic gold. But like, bro, we've really been underestimating 
how how good the rest of the world is. I don't know how many more golds we're gonna win, bro. Like to be honest, like there could still be a lot of things that happen that prevent America from getting gold. It's and it, it, it's been a long time since we've been on that global stage, you know. And like yeah. one, another thing is and that's what's so so great about the Olympics. It really puts it in perspective, like how great some of our athletes, how great our athletes really are. Like for example, even like you know Grant Fisher, seeing like him go against. Uh, these big distance heads go toe to toe with them and take fifth and beat Mohamed. It's like, oh, Grant Fisher, maybe that wasn't a fast time, but to me, it's like, bro, at the highest level, you got fifth. You're fifth best in the world, bro. Like, that's yeah. crazy. It puts things into perspective. And another thing, too, I would say is like, bro, what about these falls, this Olympics, bro? For real, for real. Crazy, crazy. What was in the 15 yesterday, the men's 15? Crazy falls in the five in the steeple yeah like people have been 800 people have been falling in so so many races i feel like i've never really seen this many falls and it's just like did everyone is it something about being on the global stage and the races just being like very aggressive um than 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 we've seen in the past or we just haven't seen in so long because you haven't matched up against each other because of covid People are used to like running with other people or something, but I don't know. But it's been entertaining, but sad to see all these people go down for sure. Yeah, and what was really sad too was in the men's hundred, seeing Trayvon Vermel not being able to make it to the final. But prayers up to Trayvon Vermel. He's still doing doing good. I think we're gonna see him in the four by one hundred as well. But that's someone that I was definitely rooting for. Hurt not just see him make it the final. But I think he's definitely he's on he's on his way. He's on his way to get back up to that world stage. It's someone that I definitely enjoy just spreading his message every single time he got into an interview. That's what I really wanted to see. I wanted to see Trayvon Romel win and like see his interview. That's what I wanted, wanted to see and just see the passion that comes behind that. But also we got Fred Curley placing second place in the men's hundred. Lamont Jacobs in a big upset from Italy, placing first in the 9-8. Fred Curley, 9-8-4. The Mr. Consistent, Andre DeGrasse, when it comes to the world stage, runs 9-8-9 to finish third place. But what I really want to take from away from this, we can go for a lot, we can go a lot of ways in the men's hundred. But first I want to go here, then we can go back to like Lamont Jacobs and Andre DeGrasse. Seeing Fred Curley get this 9-8-4 dropped the 400 before olympic trials just to run the one and the two didn't make in the two makes in the hundred and like before this we were saying fred curley's a 400 runner i think everybody the consensus is but after him getting second place this silver i think we're just going to start calling this man a sprinter he's the third person ever to uh to run under 10 seconds under 44 and under 20 and like he's he's a, he's a great runner and he's one of the best all around athletes in track and field. And we had a conversation at Fall Start before where I said Safana San is the most all around track and field athlete in the world. But also with Rye Benjamin running 46-1, Aaron, I'm also thinking that like, and, and Karsten Warholm is running 45. I'm like, Rye could eventually run 45. And if Rye can run 45, this guy can run 43 in the 400. It could potentially break the world record if he really tried. Like, I think he may be one of the best all around track and field athletes on, on the planet. So I the question is to you, Aaron, like who is the best all around track and field athlete? Is it Stefan Hassan, Fred Curley, Rye Benjamin, or is it somebody else that I didn't mention? I'm looking up, I'm looking up uh, Rye Benjamin right now. His on World Athletics, I'm seeing. He also runs 10. 10.03 in the 100, 1999, 
in the 200, 44-3 in the in the 400, and now 46-46-1 in the 400 hurdles. And I'm I'm giving him 147, and I'm giving him 147. What could he run at six though? What could he run at a six? Something crazy. <laughs> but no, like yeah, and and I think a real question is like. We saw, you know, the 100 won by a long jumper and second place was a 400 runner. So I'm like, what is the 100 now? Like, I used to just be the glory event of the sprints. And like, I don't think that's it anymore. I think like we're seeing a new age of sprinter that is just, um, you know, just has a lot of tools in their box. And I like the way I like, yeah, they got, he got, Fred Curley got a bag, you know? And I like the, and, and what this tells me is like, with the long jumper winning, like Fred Curley knew something. He saw something about the 100 and he knew that like, yo, like I could I could win this, like not medal. He think, I think he thought he could win. And that's why he, he went down to it. But I'm just excited to see like, cause we don't have a Usain Bolt right now. And that's okay. Like, I think our sport, we can, we can survive and figure it out, but like, Maybe this is something different where like we see, you know, sprinters just being more all around and like choosing these different events. We always wanted to see Bolt go do the four, you know, but now we get to see Curly come do the one. So we'll see what it's like, especially when Christian Coleman returns. Aaron, like you say, we don't have the same Bolt, but in all honesty, bro, like we got multiple. It's just not in the hundred. Yeah, yeah. Carsten Rohan running forty-five. Elaine Thompson winning the one and the two. Like we Carson Rohan is an entertainer too. Watch Sydney McLaughlin like break the or Delilah Muhammad do what they do. Like we got multiple same bolts, but like they're just not running the hundred. Yeah. Like to be honest, we got multiple people that are killers. Like for real, for real. And to be honest, back to that question, I still think Savannah Song probably got the biggest bag. But it's interesting. It's an interesting question because she could potentially, after seeing her win the 5K, then see her do that crazy fall in the first round of 15 and come back. I wasn't, I wasn't really leaning about her winning every single, really tripling. But like the idea that she can medal in the, all three, or the idea that she can just get gold and all is is becoming more real to me. But it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and it'll be super interesting next year to see what Fred Curley does. If he's gonna stick with the one, or is he gonna do the four, or is he gonna do a four-two double? You know, I, I'm super. Or, or one-four double. Exactly. That's that's like a, that's like 10K15, like Stefan. Like, that's how you, that's how you go in your bag, bro. That's how you go in your bag. That's that's that would be fire. That would be yeah. fire. And I, we're about to close out in these questions because there's a lot more to go on the track and field. So we are kind of just in the middle of it. So we can't go over all the Olympics, but we'll be here next week to go over the rest of the Olympic Games. But I got a few false start to really just preview uh the preview the rest of the game. So our game false start. I think Usain Bolt just false started. This is where I really just, I re we, we bring down hot takes and Aaron decides if it's a false start or not. If it's a false start, that means that this take is too soon. It's whack. It doesn't make sense. And he gives his reason why. So my first take, Aaron, is the U.S. men are going to sweep the 200. 
Hear me out. Kenny Vendere wins. No, he, he plays his second in his semifinal heat, 19-8 in the semis. Looking good. Andre Gross, I know he ran 19-7, but it's cool. Kenny Vendere looking cool. Call Fu Kenny. Noah Lyles runs a smooth 19-9-9. Gets passed up at the very end, but like he really could have ran 19-7. Let's be real here. He probably could have ran 19-7 if we ran through the line. Let's be real. And then Arion Knighton, looking around 80 meters to go in fourth place, then comes and wins his heat. Come on, bro. Come on, what's how old is this man? 16? Can he drive? I don't know. He, like, this man has not graduated high school. The US Crazy. men are going to sweep the 200. That and, start? I would love to see that, but I gotta call that up. That's a false start because there's three things guaranteed in life. Marvin Bracey said it death, taxes, and Degrassi finding a, a, a way to get a medal. <laughs> and this is his this is his premiere event, Brad. Died that 197, he looked easy and like everyone is like, yo, this guy always gets medals, but you can tell this dude does not like getting bronze. He does not like getting silver, bro. He wants a gold, you know? Like he was the apparent heir uh, heir to the throne, people were saying to Bull. Uh, he's, he's not that exactly, but I think he's definitely finding a way to break that up, break that up, break up those three. But hey, shout out to Harry on Knighton though. I'm not even sure what this kid could do. Like that's what that's what excites me most about Arian Knighton is I'm not sure, I'm not sure how how much faster he could go. I I know he could go faster, but how fast? Like he surprises me every time. He's he's the wild card. He's the wild card. I have no idea what this guy's gonna run, but I still got no allows winning though. He, we can't just he's number four all time, and we were down. Well, you were doubting him. You were doubting him going hey, into the. Hey, you're all bad. like, you're like, this man may not make the final for the two hundred. Hey, Let's hey, not forget bad. that. Let's not forget that. Hey, bro. my bad. No, my bad. Josie, Josie. Ah, dang. Joseph is. Come on, bro. Joseph, bro. I can't say. I be messing up, bro. <laughs> my bad, bro. My bad to the Lyles brothers. But my next, my next big take, bro. Alright, we, we already said this one, but we haven't said it on the pod. Is that three women will break 52 in the women's 400 meter hurdles tonight? Is that a false start? No, no, no. That's not a false start. Three women will break 52. After seeing what the men just did, three women will break 52. That's obvious. Like, come on, bro. You gotta be smoking not. if you don't think that's gonna happen. But the real question is, like, are we gonna see somebody run 50? Like. Because think of, I was trying to, I was thinking, talking to Joshua about this, like, it's 49, the equivalent to 45. And no, it is 50 is the equivalent, like you were saying. Because like a 49 would be even crazier because like that gets you into the Olympics. <laughs> like, 49 wins. No, no, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember the 49 without hurdles, you you might just win the Olympic games. So yeah. it's it's more like if they run a 50, I swear. I, I will be I'll be shook if if I see Delilah uh, or Sydney run 50, 50 points something. I remember we asked Delilah on the podcast. Y'all should listen to that one. We asked her, "Is it possible for a woman to break fifty? Did I say fifty or? or I think we're just saying. Or I think run fifty, maybe. I think. And she said she thinks it's possible. She didn't think it was gonna happen in her her time, but I think it is now. Yeah, I think what's gonna honestly, if they run 50, bro, and with the Carson Warhol running 45, we should just take the 400 meter hurdles out and have it just be its own event. Like, it should just be its own event at the Olympics. And next time, they need the graphics, they need the graphics, bro. Like, that should be the premier event if they run 50. Definitely with Sydney and Delilah and, and Famit. 
for me running in it as well that's that that's what it needs to be for for real all right but last last false start i got for you uh i don't know if aaron don't like this one but i gotta say this bro i, I gotta say this I, I don't really like this i don't want to say this don't i don't want to say this one bro come on I don't, I don't want to say this one i'm i'm a big we're american homers i got a captain america t-shirt on right now you feel me but i gotta be honest i gotta be truthful and i gotta stir the pot a little bit we on the pot no american man will medal in the men's 1500. that's not a false start you know what that's a false start and you know why i'm sticking with my guns bro I, this has carried me this whole season i'm sticking with my guns cole hawker will earn will get a medal cole hawker will medal he'll finish higher than central and he central will not medal but cole hawker will I'm not gonna say you're gonna go get gold and shush everyone. I I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I'm there yet. I, I would just be wilding if I really said that. But I'm tired. I'm tired of uh, yes, Will. I'm talking to you, Will Lear. I'm tired. I'm tired of I'm tired of all the old heads really disrespecting Cole Hawker, man. Everything like, oh, he's never done it. Bro, he he's different. He's different. That's all. Like, if you watch him race, you would just tell, like, he's different. He's gonna get a medal. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because like Robbie Andrews was saying, bro, we got to imagine it's going to be 330, 329 race. If they go out slow, which I hope, I really hope they don't. Because no. I know they're, they're, they're probably going to go slow. I hope they don't go slow in the five. What if they well. run at the trials? They ran 335. And you see how easily this man ran him down? He could, he could run. He could run Timothy, he's going to run Timothy Chariot down when he's no. running 328. I'm just saying he's capable of running a lot faster than what we've seen. That's all I'm saying. I just think his ceiling is way higher. Whereas like Centro, like he Olympic champ, respect to him. But I feel like I know when I'm gonna get out of Centro somewhere. Bro, Cole, Cole Hawker, I don't know. I don't know. This dude Cole Hawker, might be able to run 330 or something. I don't know. He bro, might be able to. This man it, is, is gonna have to be Timothy, like they get tough, tough, but just in, like if he wins or like the medal and the medal, he's gonna have to compete or be Timothy Chariot, Jacob Ingerbrigsten, uh, Oliver Hoare, Stuart McSwain, like bro, Matthew hey, Situates, bro, like there's so he's, many people you spoken to him. You spoke to him. I did. He's a dog. He's a dog. He don't he's care. Dog. He don't care. <laughs> That's Who's, true. He said it. That's true. Matt, he don't who? Care. Timmy, who? You know, that's true. You don't Josh, care. Josh, who? You don't care. Don't Josh Kurt. Care. That's true. You don't care. He don't. don't care. He don't care, bro. That don't. But still, I'm that don't saying. matter to him. That's how I know. Ah. Yeah, he Cole is a dog. He's a dog, bro. Cole is a dog. dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. So if he's in the final, if he's in the final, one fifty to go in position, you telling me he's not getting the medal? You crazy? You crazy? You crazy? Come on. I'm about to walk off. You crazy. If this man is, he's a there's dog. no way. There's no way. If this man is in the race 150 to go, he's getting the medal. I would put my life on that. He's a dog, but what if Timothy Chariot, Jacob Ingerberton, and Stuart McSwain are beast? Bro, I'm telling you, he on that. I think he's different, bro. He's He's on that next level type of competitor. He, I'm just saying, he's different. He on that a thing mode different. Like he, 
He's different. Arian Knighting, different. Like he that type of I'm different. different. He's Javon I'm Harrison, different. different, bro. Like he different. He said, pulled up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Okay, he's a, okay. He's a phenom. He ran three fifty at nineteen. He said he's a phenom, bro. He's a phenom. Three fifty at nineteen. <laughs> he's a phenom. He's a freak. Think about that. Three fifty at nineteen. He a freak. Um, Hey. If Jacob Everson, when he, if Jacob Everson, when he ran, if he was Jacob, if this was Jacob when he was 19, he ran 350. Remember what we were saying about him? Everyone was like watching Doha, hoping he was gonna win. Remember Bro, when Jacob remember when Jacob beat Centro at, at pre? Exactly. He was 18. And now Centro can't beat him. Centro can't beat him. He hasn't beaten him since he since since Jacob. Wow. wow. Centro hasn't beaten him. He hasn't beaten him since. <laughs> And this guy got medals now at, at, at Worlds. I'm telling you, this dude is different. Like, if you could beat Centro, you different. You different, bro. Shoot. Hey, we rooting for you, Cole, and Centro. We rooting for you too, Centro. Aaron may, may is not as much Centro, but I'm rooting for you, Centro. Hey, so we rooting for y'all, but it's going to be – the 15 is crazy. The only reason I got to say that take because the 15 is so crazy, and it's going to be exciting. And as we close out, I kind of want to shout some people out, too, because I've been on Twitter a lot late, lately, especially trying to catch these. I don't be waking up like to see the first morning race that we got to wake up in like 3 a.m. So I definitely want to shout out these people on Twitter that all, all that you guys should follow as well. If you want to keep up with any track news, first you need to follow Mr. Potsable and Super Hot Pots on Twitter. That's what you first need to do. Yeah. The, the, your favorite two black runners. But also yeah. shout out to Chris Chavez, Michael Johnson. Uh, Jeremy Warner is also a great follow on just everything. Trevor Bromel is a good follow. Bianca Knight and then Fast Woman, they're great. They're a great follow as well, I would say. I, you guys should definitely like check out all of them if you want to keep, keep up on any track news, but especially during the Olympics. Do you have anyone else, Aaron? That uh, race takes check. Oh check yeah, out. That, uh, check out uh, check out race takes. He has some good some good inside scoops. Like he knows some people. Jonathan Gold. Another good person to follow. A um, lot of statistics, and uh, he has a lot of inside scoops as well. He's like a woge in the game. Um, that's that's all I got off the top. Michael, you then, said Michael Johnson, right? Yeah, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson be going in, so and I like Michael Johnson. Yeah. And also Kyle Merber. I, I forgot Kyle Merber. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes Kyle Merber be like. Sometimes some of the things he like tweets. Are like aren't that funny and then sometimes they're like dang bro that's this is this is has me lucky dying right now it's like so relatable so Kyle Merber is always a fun follow for sure and you gotta and, follow but, them flow track oh no well what they what they tweeted out what they just tweeted out about the 400 meter hurdles with uh with Nick Simmons what was that what was that oh they said um <laughs> wait hold up hold up I got it right here they said, oh, can't wait for Nick Simmons to post a side-by-side -side comparison with commentary of himself trying to rent Carson Moore Holmes' pace over hurdles. <laughs> I'm going to be surprised. In, In ski boots. boots. <laughs> <laughs> ski boots. I'm dead, bro. I'm dead. But uh, we're about to get out of here. But what are some of the events you're most excited to see left? I know we got the women's 400-meter hurdles tonight. but we, And we, got the, we already talked about the men's 15. But is there anything else? That were really that you're really excited to see, in bro. The it's the it, it's it's the this is my last parallel. It's the Safan show, bro. Like the 5K and the 10K, 
that's the, I mean, not the 5K, the 15 and the 10K, Stefan show. And like, you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of Mo, bro. How she's running these races. She has so much speed, but so much strength. She's sitting in the back, still controlling the race, then passing people. And she used to train with Salazar. And, and, and it's just like, I feel like very similar, very similar uh, uh, strategy and athlete with the versatility. That was all of Salazar's athletes. But yeah, I'm after these 400 hurdles, like I'm just tapped in with Stefan. Like, I feel that, I feel that. I'm real hyped for the 110s, 110s coming up as well. And uh, men, the 110s, the men's 110s, cause I wanna see Grant Holloway break the world record for sure. Uh, the men's shot put once that final comes. So I'd like to see Ryan Krauser break that world record and just to see Joe Kovacs to see if how close he can get or maybe even maybe even get up there. But then also uh, the women's pole vault. I know Sandy Sandy uh, Sandy Morris got out, but I think Katie Najat can get the gold. So I'm kind of excited to see that for US. And then really the marathon because I feel like once we get to the Olympics, yeah, we don't marathon. talk about the marathon. We don't talk about it as much. I feel like it's kind of just been like low key, but like once it gets here and once we get like Kipchoge in the building, Galen Rupp, then Bridget Koske on the on women's side, Alephine, and see them all race and Molly Seidel, it's going to be exciting to go to finally see that uh, happen. What time is that at? Wait, low key, we got- Is that like three? Time. The marathon is at like three o'clock. So in the it's morning? In the no, 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 during the afternoon. Oh. Okay, nice, nice. That's yeah. a good time. That's good. I could just chill. I'm watching that watch whole that. thing. I'm watching that yeah, whole thing. I can chill and just watch that thing. That's tight. But that's pretty much all we got. That's all we got. I think that was, I don't know how long that was. I think that was under an hour for sure. We could, but yeah, for sure, everybody. Again, the details will come out soon. August 10th. Oh. August 10th, the running report tees are, are dropping. Um, they're going to be sold on the Harrier. So I'm going to put a countdown on the IG. And just be on the lookout because yeah, these are limited edition. They're gonna go, they're gonna go quick. They're gonna go quick. So super excited that you know we're at this point where we can finally, you know, release some merch for you all. Like it's been a long ways coming. Um, it's gonna be, you know, live with us, bro, because we're gonna have to ship them. It's my first time doing all this stuff, but super excited for our first launch. And again, like, yeah, just appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Like you know, we've been building up, you know, the past, has it been two years? So that's no, like not just year, year and a half. Year and a half. We've been building up to this Olympics. And like, you know, if you've been, if you've been following with us, like, you know, all these storylines. So it's been really cool to like, finally see it all come together. And yeah, just really appreciate everybody that keeps on sending out support. When we see you at track meets, you guys coming up, saying what's up. Yeah, that's up. cool. Like, definitely. Appreciate y'all. Now that, that's what really keeps us going. I'm wondering, like, since I've just went off right now, do we have any any reviews? Any new reviews we could read? No, that's what I was about to get you right now. We did got a new review on July 21st. I believe the name, probably the name is Chris. Chris said, great insight, great insider insights. Awesome job. I really enjoy the insider info. Wait, let me read that again. It's a great insider insights. Awesome job. I really enjoy the insider info and the athlete's perspective on track and field. It adds a whole new layer to watching the races. Love it. Hey, so that's the out. homie. I know Chris. I work with Chris, bro. Appreciate you, dog. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, appreciate really do. you, bro. Really appreciate all of you guys. Just hold out with us. Things are, I, I like, even with running report, pick them. Like, this is really 
just the start of everything. Like really like the start, like infancy, like like real very, talk. Very, man. very, very, very early. And I really think over 2024, I think we gonna be cool. Like this is this is for the real one. So this is the people at the end of the pod. Like real talk. Hey, what's up, Chris Chavez? He in here. I, <laughs> I was like, wait, is he in the Zoom room? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> hey, Chris may be listening right now. But look, this is for the real ones. I think 2024, we may be we may be looking back at this time like, dang, those dudes were amateurs. So I think I really think like we're gonna exponential growth is gonna come soon. And really it's exciting just for you guys to be at this stage with us and be rocking with us at this time where people actually listen to the podcast, like when they on their commute home and from work and stuff like that. We're really excited. And the content that we're gonna bring this fall too, I think it's gonna be exciting just getting more creative with that and cross country and everything. Then back in the track again. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to be uh, a two black rider, bro. Yeah, man. Also shout, shout out to Isaiah Jewett, man. Come on, bruh. They did my boy dirty, bro. Look at her, man. I did my man dirty, bruh. Was, was, the men's 800's about to be, wait, what did we say the men's 800's about to be hype? The men's I don't know who's about to win that. Well, shout out Nigel. Nigel almost, I think. I hope like, Nigel, but Ferguson looks so good. Rotich? Yeah, bro. 143, then 144, like easy. Like, I think it's going to be super fast. 800 final too like i think they're going like 142 low 141 but i also could see like clayton murphy but that dude's different too that's a gamer straight gamer bro i expect him to get a medal for sure it's just like is he gonna get gold i don't know that would be tight if he got gold i would really hope in our medal count i think yeah <laughs> i think he can though i really think he can That'd be tight. That'd be sick. Because he bro. has 142 capabilities, bro. So he's going to be there. Wait, is that his PR? Is his PR 142? Yeah. That would be tight if you ran. I don't think he ran. I don't know. He could run 141. That would be sick. That would be, that'd be lit. If he ran 141. Uh, if Clayton Murphy ran 141, I would be hyped, bro. He might if Jewett was in the race. Hey, now we don't get to see Jewett take it out at 48. Hey, put Craig out there to face, bro. Big <laughs> Craig, no actor out there to face. Get him in there real quick. Yeah. But uh, thank y'all for listening, especially y'all listening this far. I really do appreciate all of y'all. See y'all next week on Two Black Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram at Mr. Possible, Super Hot Pots, at Running Report, anywhere you're scrolling on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you got. We there. See y'all later. Peace.